Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. And so we begin. That's it. Good night. Thanks. Did you have a good show? Have a good show. Did you vote? No, you haven't voted. He's having he's having a Fetterman moment. (laughs) (laughs) Good night. A couple of things. Six days from today. Don't you have anything to say? You just kind of sit there. I'm I'm waiting till all these uh, brain farts are are done. Okay. (laughs) Six days from today is election day. The day before that, I'm sorry, seven days from today, six days from today is our hour of candidates. We're going to be doing that at five o'clock, which has been our tradition for many years. If you are running for anything in the state of California, you get 30 seconds to make your pitch uninterrupted if we want to ask you any questions afterwards we might because you might say something unusual be running for something weird odds are you uh, won't though odds are you won't odds are you, odds are you 30 won't be seconds and uh, what's happened the last couple of years is people don't even take 30 seconds it we made it 30 seconds it used to be a problem because people just started babbling <clears throat> losing their place and uh you come prepared i think that's what's happened uh-huh. People kind of prepare. They they read their website or their social media connection, and they just uh, spout out a few cliches and then move on. So this will be Monday. Yeah, I can't wait to hear it. (laughs) Uh, Won't we make it two hours? uh, Well, we say this because um, here's what happened this week. With the moist line, let's play it. Hi, this is Lori Mills. I am the Republican nominee for California State Assembly District 42, and I was hoping I could get on your show. Anyways, my cell phone is Thanks so much. Bye-bye. Well, the only way to get on the show, unless we do specifically request you, maybe if you're running for governor, is that you call during the Hour of Candidates. But she just made a pitch there to get on sure. the Sure, well, I mean, that's, uh, that's good. That's, ag- that's aggressiveness. That's uh, creativity. Not only that, we just played her message. So well, people are listening now so, aware she's running for assembly, right? We, Did we, she say where? We've, uh, well, District 42, but nobody knows what that means. <laughs> I, I, guarantee you, that. I guarantee you 100% of the people listening have no idea what district they're in. I don't know what district I'm in. I don't know the number, right? Nobody. 
And, you know, and, and I, I sometimes I remember your L.A. Council District number. Sometimes I forget. Right now I'm well, forgetting it. Well, there's, there's, you know, there's it's eleven. Is it or you're eleven for the city council? But there's four districts. Oh, I know, I know. There's there's state senate, state assembly districts. There's county supervisor districts. There's city council districts. It, it doesn't matter. No, you have to say where. Call in and mention. The problem is a district could have fifteen towns in it, and people don't want to read them all. Just, but you give people the general idea. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Get, do do. Shorthand here. Just give like the big town or two. All right. And then may, everybody else, if they care, they can do the work themselves to see if uh, if it's your person. If they care, but most of them won't. So you can't get on the air, though, until next Monday at five o'clock. We'll give more warnings during the week. So if you are running or you know somebody that is, you can line them up to call in the toll free number next Monday at five o'clock. Uh, ballots have been mailed to every registered voter in the state, plus ones that are dead and dropped off the rolls and haven't been canceled out. Oh, hundreds of thousands of dead people have gotten their... Uh... Uh, the number is 22.2 million. That's how many ballots they mailed out in the state. we got 40 million people. Uh, do we really have 22 million voters? Not likely, but they're getting ballots anyway. Uh, and of course, we always get emails from people in like Tennessee. I'm still getting a ballot. Why am I, am I getting a ballot? Well, you're because uh, they, they don't take anybody off the rolls, so they don't. You're you're always going to get one because that could disenfranchise you if they got carried away and they canceled you and you still live in right. California and you want to vote. They'd be like, "Oh, well, we can't do that." Somebody could make no, a mistake. So a bunch of lazy sluts. Out of an abundance of caution, let's cancel nobody. No, it's no, it's, it's actually part of the corruption. Because as long as they have a pool of dead people and moved people, then they could, they have a whole pool of fake voters that could bail them out if uh, times are tough. You should go in there and see if dead people voted in the last election. You can compare oh, um, the sure, votes to I'm the sure, dead rolls. I'm sure they did. But, you think uh, they did? I got better. I am sure. No, no. I'm sure whatever fraud goes on, it's oriented around the dead and the moved. Because now you're mailing out ballots to the dead and the moved, and ballot harvesters can can uh, collect those and uh, pump up the uh, vote totals. I would do that if I was running one of these corrupt political yeah, organizations. I, I, you're right, I, but I think, and, and, well, didn't somebody do a story on ballot harvesting a few years ago? And what, what I've always thought it mostly is, is that people just who don't care about voting, and then the ballot harvesters go and nag them and get their ballots. And, That's what I think fill, happens in bigger fill, numbers. And fill them out for them. Oh, well, yes, especially, advise them. Especially the ones who don't speak English, the, the ones who are on respirators. Yes, <laughs> right. And here's the problem. Uh, not the problem, but here's what's going to happen. So far, 22 million ballots issued. Only two and a half million have been returned. Now, we've got a week to go before Election Day. And what's happened in the last few elections is most people are voting by mail. So what I'm saying is going to happen here is it's going to be election month. The El Segundo Times likes to call it that. Hold everything. Let's wait. People don't mail in their ballots until like the day of the election. Maybe a day late. I don't know. Uh, it's supposed to be postmarked by midnight of election day. but And they're supposed to be stuck in those uh, ballot boxes by midnight of election day. But uh, this goes on and on. I'll bet you in the mayor's race, it's going to take a while. The Los Angeles mayor's race. Just like back in June, Caruso was winning Election Day, and I think the day after, and then a few days after that, here comes Karen Bass, and a week after that, she passed him up. And oh, the ballot harvesting b- ballots, yeah. Yeah, but ballot harvesters, well, 
I thought that they bring those in and just drop them off somewhere. You mean they're still bringing them in? I don't know like when they count them. We have no idea how the system works. Do you think? Well, we'd rather not be really anal retentive with the rules. We want to make sure everyone gets a chance to vote just so they're a little late. Do you think that's an honest crowd? They rejected the the Bonin recall. They rejected the uh, Gascon recall. Do you think this is an honest group of people, or no. a, or a motivated group of people to do the job uh, properly and efficiently? No, no. and, and, so and you always say getting. this, but now I'll say it. I wonder how much they're paid ballot harvesters to do this kind of work for yeah. the party, and and who's paying them? Do you get paid by the harvested ballot? Do you get paid by the hour? Is there some know. sort of a merit system, you know, or bonus there, system? There's always an odor in the air on election day out here. You just can't find the source An odor. but you walk outside it's like oh i smell election fraud yeah oh it's election day that's what that odor is but mm. you can't really pin it down to what they're doing but uh, you know that that first year they had the ballot harvesting you had all kinds of crazy results you had all sorts of last minute shifts in who wins in this race and that race and after that first experience like okay i get it you you legalized some form of corruption so it's not corruption anymore Right. And because they were in power, one party rule, they get to, they, they do this in Russia too, right? They do this in uh, did this in Iraq under Saddam Hussein. One party rule, dictator in charge, you do what you want, okay? Ill- illegal things are declared legal. So that's about 11.4% of the 22 million ballots that were issued returned. This is an interesting stat though. Accepted 11.2%. So, so far, of the two and a half million ballots they got already, they've only rejected two-tenths of one percent of them. Mm. Mm, it's a bit higher than they rejected for the Gascon recall, but, you know, or a bit lower, I yeah. should say. Yeah, yeah. Well, if you want to trust their, if you want to trust their numbers. Yeah, and this is statewide, too. <laughs> I, 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 just, I just, I don't, I don't trust the whole California system. I don't. I think when yeah. you've had one party embedded now for, uh, you know, two decades— Without it, without any checks or balances, without any investigations, without any accountability, what do you think is going to happen? Yeah. It's human nature. And it, looking it, at this map, uh, and LA we, County's only returned eight percent so far. This the, the counties have already returned like some of them over twenty percent. All the really remote places. And with our public as as distracted uh, by you know social media and entertainment as they are, there's very very few people who are tuned in to what's going on. And very, very. Few. Yeah, I, I, you know, and and there's there's rarely any competitive races in California anyway. Right? Not uh, statewide, no. No, not, I, yeah. uh, you you hear if you watch the the news for a half an hour, you can see that there's many states where it's highly competitive, where something dramatic is going to happen one way or the other for senators, governors, you know, control of uh, the House and the Senate in Washington D.C. Blah 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 blah. But but here there, there's nothing. You know, it's. It's like, you know, Hungary in, uh, in uh, 1952. It's uh, whatever dictators there. That's going to be the result. All right. As soon as we return, we've still got the cash uh, keyword for you to win the inflation bonus money. Be listening for that and then the instructions that follow as to how you can compete for that money. Then we'll talk about Governor Dippity Doo, who apparently is not running for president, but has constructed one of the biggest digital forces in politics. He's collected 6 million emails and 1.5 million phone numbers. 
Because he is running for president. Because he is running for president. He is running for president. And he went on national TV again to talk about the Pelosi attack. We're going to play that audio. All of a sudden, he's got an opinion on everything. You notice that? I know, after he's been governor almost four years. He's got an opinion on everything. He's got advertising going on in states that he's never even visited. He 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 knows what's supposed to be going on everywhere. But I'm not running for president, period, full stop. Uh, I'm a liar, (laughs) period, full stop. All right, we'll talk about that. John and Ken, KFI AM6. All right, the guy that attacked Paul Pelosi did make a court appearance in San Francisco today, and he was hit with a slew, the word slew, a slew of felony charges by the San Francisco DA. Coming up after 3 o'clock, Alex Stone, ABC News for KFI, covering the story. will give us the details. He did plead not guilty. The whole thing was very brief, but he does have an attorney who showed up with him. He pled not guilty. Very good. Uh, so we'll talk about that with Alex after three o'clock. A couple of months ago, I think it was, Governor Dippity Do did an interview. We didn't actually play it. I forget. We had something else going on where. Yeah, like anything. He talked about, well, because you could see he was making his move to run for president and to be the new voice of the party because he was talking about the old guard, referring to Joe Biden as a nice guy, but times have changed. I don't know if you saw that interview, John, but he did talk like that about Biden. Yeah. Yeah, He's really likable. He's a nice guy, but you know, we, 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 it's time for a different voice, younger voice. So he thinks he's it. This is one cocky, annoying guy. Uh, So he appeared over the weekend with CBS News Chief Washington Correspondent Major Garrett. Oh, great. So now the TV networks are going to take him seriously. Oh, they called it an exclusive interview they got with him to talk about the attack on Paul Pelosi. Here is part of what Newsom said. I've seen the dehumanization of Nancy Pelosi. I don't think anyone's been dehumanized like she has consistently. I mean, I watched this one guy, was it Jesse Waters or something on Fox News? Or something. What he's been saying about Paul Pelosi the last five, six months? Mocking him consistently? Don't tell me that's not aiding and betting all this. Of course it is. They're sowing the seeds of creating a culture and a climate like this. I mean, it's, it's, look online. Look at the sewage that is online that they amplify on these networks and in social media to dehumanize people like Nancy Pelosi and other political leaders. When Debbie Dingell, a distinguished member of Congress, Democrat from Michigan, tells Axios, Someone will be killed who is a lawmaker. Is she wrong? I I don't want to feed that by even suggesting that's possible, but what evidence suggests it's not. I mean, I I, I wasn't a baby in the 60s. I mean, I wasn't, you know, like, look. What? I know what over the last three years has come to mind. It's a tricky question for him. (laughs) Trust me, you don't, because I'm not sharing it. I don't even share it with my wife. I got four kids, <laughs> so I know a little bit about <laughs> this. I mean, it wasn't just a recall against me. <laughs> it was surround sound in every way, shape, or form. Uh, what? So Love this uh, venom. Uh, at a level, I've, I've had, look, all... Uh, what? There's always folks in the extreme, and you roll your eyes. It's just, there's it something, comes with the arena, but this is different. This is something's different here. There's, you know... The mind is being stretched. People feel free to shove again. I mean, there's some certain universal values. And we just, once this election over, I I just hope and pray that we can start to reconcile those differences because this can't continue. It just can't. Eric, you got to go through that later and get the collection of all the weird noises he makes. 
there's all sorts of weird uh, chuckles and grunts and, <laughs> you know, sounds like that. He starts right. off strong, but what got him was when Major Garrett read that quote from that other politician who said sooner or later someone's going to die. He didn't want to go down that road, but he didn't want to dance away either. So that did cause a bit of a brain lock there yeah, yeah, as to how to put this carefully. Something's different is what he came up with. In other words, we've always gotten threats, there, there, but now there, it feels different. Now that Paul Pelosi's been attacked, anything can happen. There was and of course, the January 6th thing is on their mind, too. There was a glitch in the computer code there. It like, yes. It like threw him off his... Uh, his, his talking points his and his, his tech speak and his jargon that yeah. he always uses. Uh -oh. Right. I have to think on my feet now. See, that's what's going to be funny. When he when he actually runs for president and he is going to have opponents, he's going to have Democratic opponents, and then he's going to have a Republican opponent if he gets that far. And then he's going to get at least some skeptical media because I don't know how you look at him and not see he's an empty box, right? I mean, he, he's, he's, he's the emptiest can I've ever seen go this far in my life. So well, eventually you're going to find out that he can't respond to pushback and criticism. I remember when a Fresno reporter went after him three or four years ago. It was some early dispute over something, and this Fresno reporter bore into him, and he was like, ah, 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 ah. He had, he had no well, I think that was the PG&E money. PG&E money. That, that yeah, Newsom that they donated and, and his wife TV. got from PG&E uh, yeah. to help finance uh, her Feminism and then film. Newsom turned around and got that bill passed, which gave them uh, a way out with paying out right, all the wildfire right. money. And, and it was clear bribery. Some sort of fund they created. And, and the Fresno reporter pretty much accused him of, of taking bribes. And it but was, uh, 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 uh. here's something bigger in there that we need to spend a moment on. He's suddenly making it look like Paul Pelosi was the target because he's mentioning the Fox News reporter Jesse Waters picking on Paul Pelosi. This nutball didn't go there to attack Paul Pelosi. He went there looking for Nancy Pelosi. Paul Pelosi wasn't the target. Don't try to turn it into something it's well, not. Well, because he's a liar. He's and a liar. Jesse and Waters responded nicely. Did you see this quote? Yes. California Governor Gavin Newsom is running for president. So when a mentally ill homeless drug addict who has committed crime after crime in his state and was never deported attacks Paul Pelosi with a hammer, Gavin Newsom has to blame anybody but himself. He's absolutely right. That's the first thing I thought of, too. These are your policies that lets a psychotic homeless guy live in the streets and eventually make his way into the Pelosi house. It's your policies. San Francisco is a sanctuary city, California, a sanctuary state. This guy was an illegal alien that had been squatting here illegally for 22 years. 22 years. And he's committed endless crimes in Berkeley. You talk to his neighbors. There are crimes going on every day. There was child abuse, child molestation, all kinds of bizarre, hard, psychedelic drugs being ingested, public fighting, public disturbances. Any given night, you could have rang him up on any number of crimes and put him away, give him a mental uh, health exam, and then lock him up at a psychiatric facility. And that's what uh, that, that that's the way a real state would be governed. If you lived in, in, in a normal world, that's what would happen to this guy. But Newsom's policies and the policies of all his acolytes and, and, and sycophants, they created this climate. So Paul Pelosi was done in by the government policies, Berkeley, San Francisco, California. That's what it is. Nobody wants to talk about this guy's public psychosis, public drug-induced psychosis. All right, uh, we're going to be talking to uh, Alex Stone after 3 o'clock for more 
on the attack on Paul Pelosi's story and the court appearance of of an attacker today in San Francisco on state charges. Johnny Ken Show, KFI AM 640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. We have an eight-second montage of all the weird sounds that Gavin Newsom made in his CBS interview over the weekend. I mean, I I, I wasn't, you know, like, look. (laughs) None of that was repeated. Those were all original sounds. And there was only a two-minute clip, too. Yeah. So it's... You're no, right. he got caught off guard. Yeah. As I said, when Major Garrett said, well, what about this congresswoman's comment that someone's going to get killed? He got a little bit... Uh, he wanted to hedge on that. Hmm. He didn't want to go down that exit ramp. Exactly. But he wanted to continue to make his point that, 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 that the rhetoric has gotten ugly and there's, there's something different now. That's where he was going, though. That's what he was strongly implying. He just didn't have the guts to say it. She and then the it. sympathy plea there, whether you should see my inbox. Oh, wow. It's surround sound. I'm, I, I love this. I'm, I, I'm not going to show it to you. I won't even show it to my wife. So you announce it on national television. Now. Well, he means the yeah. details of what he's getting yeah, as, I know, as threats but, or concerns. But don't you think she's going to know? She's going to say, hey. Can I look? Can I look? Can I see what's, what's going on? Yeah, trust, she might. Trust. No, Absolutely. No question. She hears that. She's going to say, can you show me this? Yeah, because, you know, when you've got kids, you want to see yeah. how ugly it is so you know what you're up against. Right. Yeah, I guess you're right. Uh, all right. So uh, we'll get a report from Alex Stone, ABC News for KFI after three o'clock. Uh, the court appearance briefly of the attacker of Paul Pelosi in San Francisco on state charges for which he pled not guilty. You know, on the John and Ken show, we like to see very wealthy, obnoxious people fall. And one of them is none other than Mark Zuckerberg. <laughs> what has happened to the metaverse is shocking. I'm looking at a table. September 21, just over a year ago. His net worth was $140 billion. October 22, he's down to $38 billion. That's how much the whole meta universe has collapsed in the last year. The, uh, they've just reported $30.7 billion in operating losses since they pumped $36 billion into Metaverse back in 2019. And of course, none other than Zuckerberg is at the helm of this because he believes that this is the competitor to TikTok. Um, if you're not aware of what the Metaverse is, we talked about it a couple of weeks ago, but basically in a form of virtual reality, you can go in there and... Uh, into a room and be uh, any character you want. You can create uh, your own little virtual reality world, but you do interact with other users. And as we found out, there are trolls everywhere, particularly across social media. There were trolls that had ventured into the metaverse. We were reading some funny stories. You become this ugly, legless avatar. Like this, uh, yeah, little, apparently there's no legs, right? Little cartoon character. And, you and could, skanky men go in there and get uh, sexual. Yeah, you can go to a party, for example, right? I don't even know if they're men. Who knows who they are? But Well, and but you know the kind of people they are. They're all dweebs, right? Yeah. Yeah, there's very few women who are into this. It's all like weird guys with, uh, with greasy hair, bad skin, live in their mother's basement, are overweight, incels, you know... Uh, <laughs> That they have their uh, their poster of the Columbine shooters on the wall. That's the crowd that, that goes into the metaverse. So he's, well, he's pouring a $36 billion to try to turn this into a community. And from what I've read, um, nobody likes it. 
People don't go back. The last time we did this story, no. the first time users are not returning in droves. They try it out and they're like, what? Yeah, you this put, is awful. You put goggles on. The goggles make you nauseous. The people all in there are the crowd that I just described. And um, it, it, they found out that Facebook employees wouldn't play along. And they were sending memos around saying, oh, how, that's right. We have to participate, too. Right. How, how, how are we going to get other people to love it if we don't love it? <laughs> and the employee said, well, we don't love it. This is this is not fun. I'm not wasting my time on this. Yeah, it's really geeky play stuff. Uh, it's called Reality Labs. That's the division that houses Metaverse and Facebook's resident VR units. That's the virtual reality units. They have racked up billions of dollars in debt. The whole thing is falling flat and it's pulling down the entire company. Not to mention that obviously what was, you know, used to be called Facebook, now referred to as Meta, has shrunk too in terms of its growth. So between the two, uh, this goofball is uh, really starting to fade away. Well, would you would you buy stock in, in uh, Meta or sell it if the owner had blown $36 billion on this Metaverse nonsense that nobody likes? You think that's a well-run company or a badly run company? And, and you know, it's, uh, I was reading a story just describing that if you strip away all the hype, because tech stuff is surrounded by all kinds of trendiness and hype, what is it? Basically, it's an algorithm that addicts you, you know, to, to, to the likes, right? Yeah. And, and, and to the, the new messages from friends. But what, it's, what they've done, basically, it's an advertising platform. That's all it is. It is no different than any TV show or radio show or any kind of media. Most of their money comes from advertising, right? Because we're all, our participation is all free. So it's an advertising vehicle. It's another entertainment channel like anything else. And what they do is they've been able to monetize what one writer called the scrap time in your life, right? The little, little bits and pieces where you have nothing to do. So you pull out your phone and you start scrolling through nonsense, right? You're, you're standing in line. You're, you're sitting on the sofa waiting for dinner to get ready, whatever it is. Maybe you're walking the dog and, you know, you're bored. So what they've done is they've, they've gone into, into those little crevices of your life when you're doing nothing. And now we're all attuned that we always have to be staring at a screen. And we have to get that adrenaline hit, that dopamine hit, because we have likes. And so the guy made, made billions and billions, but there's no real value to what he's doing. And I think from anecdotally from what I've seen and talking to people, people are bored with it. You know, it's been it's been a good like, you know, 15 year run, but it, it's it's kind of boring. And maybe there are other social media services that are more fun and exciting and more video oriented and aimed at younger people. But as people get older and older, it's like, what am I doing with my life here? Uh, Meta stock prices plummeted 70 percent year to date to less than one hundred dollars. They haven't been at that level since the year 2016. So let's drag another goofball into this story. Uh, I think we mocked this guy years ago, and this would be Jim Cramer. Oh, Jim God. Cramer is one of these financial guys on CNBC Squawk on the Street. He's a human yes. hemorrhoid. He's loud and annoying, and he often parrots and uh, pushes stocks. And he's, uh, he's often wrong. Uh, yeah, he, uh, he was one of those people that had recommended that you buy shares of Meta. Now they're at their lowest levels since 2016. This is what he said last week. I think that's true. Was thesis changing? I did believe that there would be some discipline. I emphasized to them, actually, that I, I expected discipline. Oh, you did. But I want to go back again. 
I made a mistake and I was wrong. I trusted this management team and that was ill-advised. And I own that. It, it happens. I, um, I appreciate that. You know, you I have like relationships with people that extend over long periods of time and you believe what they tell you to some extent. Now, that's But said, it was horrifying. Altimeter was right. And I chose to, I chose to not overlook what Altimeter said. Well, that was just this week. That no, was just no. Monday. Well, right? Yeah. Okay. You're right. I, uh, it's very easy, I think. And Morgan Staley was right to do that. But I come out here and I try to help people every day. And I failed to help people. And I own that. And was I too close to the company? I did not think the company would be as ill-advised as to spend through what they had. Well, as without Carl, any discipline whatsoever. As Carl said, you're not alone in being surprised by that. Many are. And that's but I don't really care about like, that. I, I, is he I talking to his therapist? Who's he talking I, to? It's some co-host. David Faber is his name. Oh, yeah. He's, They're on the air together, and he's trying to uh, buck him up a little bit because he... Well, Most people said Kramer looked like he was kind of uh, choking how, up a bit how, there. How much because, money did he lose? Uh, that's a good question. It sounded like he lost. Well, I thought money. he was just a huckster that pushes these stocks. I don't necessarily, but oh, you're right. If he is. if he's invested into it, helps him that you are buying the shares and like, pushing like, up the stock price. Like, uh, who who turns on the TV and watches that blowhard, that gas bag, and then puts uh, serious money on his picks? Like, who do you deserve to lose your money? Guys, um, the guys. Are clown that's but i don't really care about them i, I, I screwed it. up i screwed up kramer says uh, mark zuckerberg knows i like to garden so i watched the garden using the virtual reality headset well that's nice you want to put on a headset and sit there and, and stare and, at a and, uh, reality and, world garden and pretend you're in a garden yes, I and look at so. and look at fake plants and I, fake trees and fake I, flowers I, I, and you have a little fake shovel in your hand Look, well, people like to escape by going to the movies and stuff. So this is the same idea, except I don't really. I don't. You get have to it. be more interactive, and I don't really I, get it. So I, I, I absolutely don't get it. I, well, I, there's I, one guy who was trying to be nice, saying it's maybe five to ten years from maybe seeing. Yeah, what, that's what everybody might. says. That's <laughs> like, uh, did we talk about this on the air? Like the whole, the whole, uh, um, uh, the driverless car thing. We did. Yeah, that's another thing. Uh, we the, did, and how much uh, money right. they spent trying I, to perfect it, and it's going nowhere. Billions and billions of dollars. And it was the same thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, five or ten years. And then the ten years pass. It's like, wow, this is a bust. <laughs> it might be an eternal bust. It's all bust. hype. It, it, it's all hype. That's what it is. And you can get rich off the hype if you're one of the guys who is trying to sell your idea to these venture capitalists who have hundreds of billions of dollars, tens of billions of dollars. They don't know what to do with the money, so they'll give you $50 million here, $80 million there. And then you take the money, you end up keeping a percentage of it. If the company goes public, you really get a windfall because you own a chunk of the stock, and then you sell it as quickly as possible. But the company ultimately goes nowhere because these are BS. This is BS nonsense. All right, more coming up. John and Ken, KFI AM640 live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. In three days and two and a half hours, the Moist Line is back. So just a reminder, you can leave messages anytime using the iHeartRadio app. There's a microphone icon of the John and Ken page there. And uh, leave a message that way or call the old toll-free number. The Moist Line is 1-877-MOIST-86, 1-877-664-7886. 50 minutes into the show. And I guess we didn't know it is World Vegan Day. <laughs> it is? You sent me the story. Oh, I know. I'm just kidding. 
this story that a listener sent to Deborah Mark is uh, it is concerning, apparently, to commemorate World Vegan Day in London. This is at Piccadilly Circus. At least three protesters. This is kind of elaborate. See if you can follow what they did. <clears throat> John, you buy meat at the grocery store, right? Yes. And you find it uh, in the, the, the shelf there. In the meat It's department. packaged, right? And how is yes. it packaged? With, like ground beef uh, or it, steak? Uh, in a little uh, like cellophane wrapping. That's right. Styrofoam container. Yeah, there's a uh, maybe a styrofoam carton at the bottom and yes. a cellophane wrapper. And then there's a, uh, a sticker. Sticker, tell right. you the weight and the price. Yes. That's what they did to themselves. The protesters put themselves in a little box, poured ketchup, I don't know, blood all over themselves... Uh, they put the plastic wrap over the top, and then they put uh, the sticker on there uh-huh. to show you uh, what it would look like if we served up people, I guess. Because, you know, Boy. animals and people should not be eaten. They're lucky Jeffrey Dahmer wasn't in the building. Uh, hey. Now, they're supposedly hey. nude, although this woman's got a little tiny pair of panties on here, I can see. Yeah. <laughs> they're nude-colored panties. <laughs> they are. They're right. They're flesh-colored, was yes. She, was she a prime cut? Have you seen the pictures, John? Uh, no, I haven't. I didn't oh, okay. know it was World Vegan Day. Oh, it's it's colorful uh, from this. Oh, it's from the Daily Star. And uh, oh, that is a low. She's staring there, looking dead. And uh, the sticker says "flesh." Yeah, carbon neutral. It says too. And then it says big letters "human." <laughs> Net weight seventy kilograms. Uh, does it have a price? I was trying to see. Yeah, how much? Yeah, five ninety five. Five ninety five pounds. No, that can't mm-hmm. be right. Five ninety five a pound. I can't tell. It's, can't it's tell small. The print that's is a, too small. That's a pretty uh, cheap price for meat. Oh, Deborah, you like this part? Can you read the warning label? Uh, Eating flesh can cause serious. Oh, I can't read. No, that I word. can't. I can't read. I'm. I can't get it to go. Anywhere. But the, the next part says it's uh, trespassing the planet or something like that, and kills uh, billions of animals uh, every year. Well, that we do, know. Do you notice? Um, so they're pretending to be meat in a package. Yeah, it's elaborate go. though. And I don't know how not, long they got not, to lie there. Not that vegans are mentally unbalanced. But... <laughs> this vegan is not. I can only talk about this one. Say that again. Meaning me. This vegan is not. It's not what? <laughs> I'm not mentally imbalanced. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, you got that on tape. <laughs> I'll just use it as evidence Robin will not later. like that, her news anchor being made fun of, of being mentally imbalanced. Oh, now we're hiding behind. Uh... <laughs> well, um, but you don't, see, you don't see meat eaters doing things like that. I mean, I would never think of wrapping myself in cellophane and presenting myself as broccoli. <laughs> well, right? people uh, don't uh, object to anyone eating broccoli, <laughs> except you hate it. But... No, but I mean, I mean, meat eaters don't engage in this kind of thing. No, behavior. meat eaters kill animals. Right. Meat eaters mock vegans though all the time. Yeah, they don't protest but, though. No, you're but right. we don't we don't run around nude in cellophane wrap. No. No. Uh, Nobody wants to see that either. Because it's funny, I was just <laughs> thinking today that it seems like in Europe they're busy throwing stuff at paintings to protest oil and the climate. And in this country it's been more of the vegan and, and animal activists that have been going to sporting events. And gluing like, themselves. Yeah, and putting a but uh, th- this was in London, so now that we've got some Europeans who are back to the don't eat meat thing. But it is World Vegan Day, mm-hmm. so that's well, exactly why they took to doing this. You don't even want to know just how much meat the world consumes every year, and it's going up all the time. I mean, this this whole movement has just had no success. 
It's had Even, no success. No there success. are a lot of vegans out there. I don't know. I don't know the number. <laughs> don't ask me. It's you and this lady dressed in cellophane. Well, there's there's a few of these people here, and there's some there's a guy. Uh huh. A guy. Yeah. There is one guy and there two women. Guy, it looks there was like a guy yeah. dressed in cellophane. Yes, well, there's one guy and and. Actually, I think it's, uh, isn't it two guys, well, Deborah, like, and one woman? Boy, he's, I can't tell. I, I would say the, the person middle. in the middle is a guy. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that guy's, uh, that guy's going places. Because his package is think? showing as he sits there in the... Uh, yeah, he'll package. be ready. The other guy's got his leg tilted, so I can't tell. If I think it is a guy. It could be a woman. Uh, that guy's Definitely gonna, the one on the right's a woman. Yeah. What do you think that guy's going to be doing for a living 10 years? Running Goldman Sachs or... Uh, he's... Just because he is trying to get people to understand <laughs> that, how you, that is not marriage material, though. Maybe another an, another vegan, another uh, vegan yeah, protester. She's right. People find each other. Yeah. <laughs> no. I'm not mentally imbalanced. <laughs> it says here though the, the protest baffled shoppers. I mean, I guess they were trying to going outside of. Well, the supermarket yeah. to you try know, to get people also, to understand that they shouldn't you, buy meat. Often you go to the supermarket and you're hungry, right? And you're going to buy dinner and then you run into these three nude wrapped people. And that's going to really kill your appetite. <laughs> well, that's the idea. They exactly. won't buy the meat. That, exactly. And then they're going to go you, toward the veggies. You, you, you explained them, John, perfectly. They're succeeding if you don't go in there and buy the meat because you're turned off and you're not hungry anymore. No, you're turned off by naked people. <laughs> Were they attractive naked people? They're young. Uh, yeah. yeah, I would say the woman, yeah. yeah not the guy's bad. not bad either. The We're one that we can see. Oh, oh, look at that. You like you like nude vegans. No, I didn't say that. You asked if they were attractive. Okay. They're young and in good shape, too. All so, right. Yeah, they are. That's because they're vegans. They're, they're, it wasn't a fatty meat cut there, then. No. They, okay. Doesn't All right, matter. But, they're not cases. Can <laughs> <laughs> you kill likes, his mic? He likes to weigh in when it comes to the vegan stuff. Now, he's got his finger on that button of that new clip we have. <laughs> All right, when we return, we'll be talking to Alex uh, Stone from ABC News for KFI. A court appearance here for the Pelosi attacker. This is the state case against this man. John and Ken, KFI, AM640, live everywhere on the iHeartRadio app. And Deborah Mark live in the 24-hour KFI newsroom. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. Residents at Brightview Senior Living Communities enjoy enhanced possibilities, independence, and choice. Brightview Dulles Corner in Herndon and Brightview Great Falls offer vibrant senior independent living, assisted living, and memory care services through various daily programs and cultural events. Chef-prepared meals, safety and security, transportation, resort-style amenities, and high-quality care. Everything you need is here. Discover more at brightviewseniorliving.com. Equal housing opportunity. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. 
Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.